We have a good guest in our studio right now. City Administrator Ben Martig is uh, joining us after last night's City Council work session. Ben, thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks, Jeff. Happy to be here. You had a, a work session last night, and it was like really, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot about the future, not so much present-day Northfield, but what direction you're going in, uh, and kind of the one of the big things from last night is some new software mm-hmm. that uh, I know the city's excited about because that can give you a little better look of what's going on in the future. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the city's had uh, some priorities to improve some financial management practices for several years. And I would say in the last couple of years, we've really started to advance forward um, and been intentional with budgeting for it and some of that. So one of those is is we're in the middle of updating our accounting software, which is more than just accounting, but it's it's all of our financial records, uh, but it's also workflow processes. So things that can be integrated at, in, in with that include things like building permits, where that that system is going to be part of it. Um, Timesheets to be able to be processed more automatically, um, automated, um, and other types of tools um, that's really going to help us related to forecasting kind of where we're going with things and also just uh, budget monitoring too so just making sure you know are we on track with where we are and then the system like kind of automates it it improves transparency for our managers to be be able to use it better but ours has been very antiquated in fact they're not even really offering any upgrades to the current one anymore you got to move to a full platform so it's overdue but a secondary piece to that goal is um, really getting into long-range financial planning so multiple years in advance so that we've built now the all of the base data uh, into the to, into a system that will be integrated into that new software as we mm-hmm. put it into place to really be able to do um, planning of uh, that will help our policymakers look to see kind of where we're at in the future and then get policy direction to it. So this system integrates operations and administration costs. So it ties our you know past performance of budget and actuals. It integrates our capital improvement plans. So we've had five-year capital improvement plans for several years. And then you can also integrate things like what happens if the tax base changes and then how does that impact individual people. So to me, uh, somebody who kind of realizes that money is just so important to kind of how things work and to do good planning, I'm pretty excited about this tool that we've got. And we really just unveiled it uh, for the first time last night. In fact, I only saw some of the data last Wednesday, and then the actual information came into our packets on Thursday. So the council is coming right along uh, with staff, I guess, as we make sense of this information and put it into place. Yeah, it sounds uh, very interesting, and I don't want to talk about software programs the whole 10 <laughs> minutes, but I do want to follow up a little bit on, uh, is you mentioned you're just now seeing a little bit of that. How long, I know a changeover the size and scope of this uh, has got probably takes some time. When are you going to be able to get everything in and uh, have it fully integrated with your system, uh, with uh, your operations now? It'll be about six to nine months. And I'd say that this will be an ongoing tool that we use just like doing budgeting. This is going to be integrated in all the work that we do with the council. So this will be kind of front and center. So when we issue debt, we'll update the numbers. We'll put it in there. When the audit report's completed, we'll put the actual numbers in. We'll also be able to do a lot of what-if scenario planning. So, you know, what if we delay this project here? How does that change things? What if we want to add something in? Um, It's almost instantaneous probably in some cases where we'll be able to do that. Of course, our finance director would probably want to be able to do some analysis, but um, this is really going to be so important to the policymakers on on doing good management and 
we've been building studies too, and like debt's a big driver of some of our costs. And so we've been doing things like analyzing our street conditions and trying to set kind of goals on it. But I think this will allow us to say, how does that translate to costs? Let's talk about uh, the work session last night. And you, know, you basically looked at more of a five-year plan going out. Um, I think of the next five years, and I think you know, we've, got the, we've talked about the Bridge Square project. We've talked about uh, the liquor store and redeveloping downtown. Uh, of course, there's will forever be an ice arena on, <laughs> in the discussion as well what, where that's going. So you've got some big noticeable things coming up, uh, but it's not just that. You've got to look at the overall picture. What was discussed last night? Yeah, so some of the projects that we covered uh, uh, related to uh, the capital planning included uh, 2023. We've got some uh, about a little over $5 million in bonding that's kind of impacting some of that debt schedule. So we've got kind of the Heritage Drive area. We're doing a reclamation project kind of in the southwest area. Um, mill and overlay project in the Carter Drive area. We've got sidewalk and trail projects, including a bikeway on Roosevelt. And then we got some pretty major pieces of equipment. Uh, the fire department, uh, we got a pumper truck that's getting replaced that we've got some dollars in, and then a motor grader that we use for snow removal. And we do have some um, some gravel roads that the city's responsible for. 2024, though, um, is a year. It's going to be a much bigger year, at least at this stage, where we've got um, going from about five million to over twelve million dollars in bonding. It's because we've got a couple of reconstructions of streets that are scheduled and we haven't had um, reconstruction projects for a while college and winona street area and water street south uh, area are two areas that the roads are really at the end of their useful life they're kind of crumbling apart if you're down in those areas um, so they've got a full reconstruction um, scheduled on that we do also have a reconstruction that's primarily a county impact uh, but also the city is a partner on it. that's wall street road reconstruction we've been talking about that one a long time we're really excited about that project because um, there's a lot of pedestrians and bikers that use that roadway but it narrows up on a section and it's um, got narrow shoulders too and so we'll be able to add in pedestrian accesses to really kind of connect our um, eastern some of our eastern uh, community members more to be able to get into the downtown safely and i think it'll be a really desirable route we've got the arb right over by carlton in that area that people like to walk so i think that's going to be a pretty transformative project um, for safety and and um, walkability uh, then we have jefferson parkway mill and overlay which i think is going to be a bigger project than just a simple mill and overlay because we know there's some pedestrian safety crossing areas. There's a lot of schools in that area. It gets a, it's a major collector corridor for a really large section of town, really, to kind of get out to the highway. Um, so where it's going to be a little larger mill and overlay type of project as we do intersection and, um, and uh, pedestrian kind of improvements with that. We're also hoping to add in uh, a trail, bike trail, through that area because that's the future. Milltown's trail kind of goes through that section as well. So we're going to be upgrading that, which I think also just in that corridor will be a good one. So um, we got a lot of projects coming up. And so back on that financial planning model that we looked at, that's um, some of those types of projects are, are driving some of those debt costs that we have where the financial model tells us that the just doing the projects that we currently have scheduled for facilities, for streets um uh, is uh a little over uh sorry let me get to my page here it's a three point something three point uh one percent average levy increase per year just on the infrastructure side of things assuming that capital plan kind of stays as is so again we 
talk about moving things around or shifting it. But um, when we looked at the capital side of things, we got about $28 million in future bonding in the five-year plan um, in this new financial plan integrates that in there. Mm -hmm. Now, you're looking at the... Uh you know, overall levy that we're looking at, that's 3% increase on that. Do you have, has that spit out, uh, that new software spit out some levy numbers? You know, we had talked uh, before about you know, double digits, uh, you know, levy increases over the course of uh, the last three years and how, you know, how long in the future will that be? Uh, you also mentioned some of those debt, those projects, they cost money. You're going to have to levy for them, but there will be some of those bonding dollars going off the books at some point uh, as well. Have you got a look at that yet? What, uh, you know, the future may be if we go forward on these projects? Yeah. So we, it, it does. And um, we, we will have, at least if we stay on the current course, we will have some significant increases. And so the two, two primary drivers, and then I'll get to your directly mm -hmm. to your question, Jeff, on what does it look like right now? The two primary drivers in our operations are personnel costs which our council has a goal to keep our employment levels at, at middle of the market. So we want to wages and benefits stay there. And, you know, we've talked before about how hard it is to find police officers, engineers right now, and financial management people has been challenging. We've had dealing with that in some cases and fortunately haven't had to look for people in other positions, but for that goal, um, that's the primary driver of a lot of our operating costs. We don't really have a lot of programmatic changes year to year. It's mm -hmm. pretty stable. So just on the operating side of things, and again, property taxes is really our primary tool. We aren't charging fees much anymore. The state's local government aid's been pretty flat. We'd be looking at about 3.9% based on our current assumptions on the model over five years on operating cost increase. Doesn't maybe sound real large of a number, 3.9 for that, 3.1 for for um, capital needs, but the, but again, going back to property tax being uh, a portion of our overall revenue, but really the primary way to fund new revenues in, it compounds itself a little bit. So if the capital and the operating stay at the current levels for five years that we have in our plans, you'd be looking at about a 6.5% levy increase over those five years after, you know, starting in 2024. Um, that translates to about, um, a hundred and um, let me get to my slide to make sure I get that one right. Like I said, Jeff, this was all new information for me fairly <laughs> recently too. Yeah, folks, he has a um, whole uh, book of I don't know how many hundreds <laughs> of pages that he's going through there. Yeah, well, and the spreadsheets are spreadsheets are even more massive, so this is condensed <laughs> down. But you know, about a three hundred thousand dollar house that would translate uh, over you know twenty twenty four be about one hundred and thirty five dollars a year okay. uh, increase that you would be looking at every year with that if we stayed with it. And again. Again, these are going to lead to the ability to have policy discussions to say, well, okay, do you want to change that? How do you, mm -hmm. how might you change your service levels? How might you change some of your philosophies on things or investment? But again, on, on some of these things too, you've got to have a little caution, especially on the capital side of things is um, you want to kick that can down the road too much because you know the roads will need to get fixed at some point and it can make things even more financially challenging. I've worked in a community before i won't name which one but that, that had some challenges with deferred maintenance on roads that really almost got overwhelming at a certain point so um I, even though those are some significant costs at least now like your previous questions you've asked me where are we going what how do you see this in the future mm -hmm. this will allow us to be able to answer those questions and then react to it if we have concerns with with uh what with what we're seeing as a as a community and really let the 
elected officials have have greater mm-hmm. tools at their disposal to know how their decisions might impact our costs. Yeah, I like that. You can put in different scenarios, uh, different uh, uh, items into that uh, equation and find out the answer or at least a pretty good estimation of what the answer would be financially uh, down the road. That's a good thing. Yeah. Now, we did also say, well, could you find alternative revenue sources? We've already done some of that, so we did implement mm-hmm. gas and electric franchise fees to in Nor- in uh, Northfield, we used it to replace special assessments, and special assessments on street projects is is a revenue source. We chose to transition away from that. I don't think we're going to go back to that policy discussion. That was a long-term decision that was made. Um, one of related to capital projects, though, that we've talked about before um, is uh, local option sales taxes, too, that maybe some of these either currently planned projects that we have to do or maybe some of these parks questions we're putting out to the community asking if they want to see any upgrades. That might be a tool to be able to use, too, that could bring in a different, not impact the property taxes. And one of the reasons why c- cities that are more regional centers like that or tourist draws is it's a way to help maybe improvements that are of regional significance that the community benefits from um, is also helped to be paid for by people who don't live here as well. But it is a cost to, to the local people because the goods and services that are taxed under the state, it would be like a half a percent sales tax too. But we did talk a little bit generically to, with the council last night that as we look at capital, that is one option that you can do. Some cities have even, you know, done it for regional trail or regional street projects, too. So, I mean, it's not just trails and parks, but it would does require to be approved by the voters. And uh, so we'll be having that's probably one tool we'll be coming back with just identifying what projects maybe that could be used for. And does the council want to consider that? Mm-hmm. All right. So what was the, uh, the the bottom line last night? Did the council... Um, I feel like they got a lot of good information. Was there a good conversation on that? And uh, is there enough to, what of that is, is going to take place in the future as far as action from the councils at a regular meeting? Yeah, I think last night this was primarily getting feedback on, or just digesting, what mm-hmm. does this model look like? It will lead to maybe some policy questions for them. If they, I think they'll have a better picture that if they want to change things, like if they want to talk about adding services, adding positions, expanding in more dollars into our park system, we'll be able to have some of those scenarios for them to say, how does that impact what we already saw on paper here or what other alternatives are there? So I think last night was probably more about that. We did get in some, you know, besides talking about uh, a little bit about what's the status of things like the capital plan for next year. Some of the specifics on that too are, as we are moving forward, as I mentioned, like Babcock Park is one where we're looking at replacing the, the, bathroom facilities on down by the softball complex there we do have kind of seasonal usage of that area one that we're looking at delaying in our plan was we were going to also replace our upgrade uh riverside uh lions park uh, shelter and bathroom facilities because there is accessibility challenges there however uh, recently there's been a lot of interest in growing uh doing some in fact i think there's a fundraiser coming up on uh, splash pad idea um, where for the kids there'd be kind of spray features that would be separate from the swimming pool. Um, they identified that that down by that park would be a potential uh, ideal location um, for a splash pad type of a use. And so that would probably change how we would design that. We'd probably do that bathroom a little bit differently if it would also serve as a changing area and things too. So we are rec- we're recommending and the council thought it was a good idea. Let's delay that one by a year to give time to see if that takes shape a little bit more about that and maybe we kind of redesign a little bit that 
and that would be that's kind of good smart planning too though because you're you're planning for a facility that might go in and rather put the dollars in and then have to retrofit it again how do you maybe make use of a bathroom facility that can benefit a shelter but also can service like a mm-hmm. splash pad uh, type of an activity uh, so that was um, one of the items but other than that they've they've seen the capital plan a couple other times now so i think we'll be firming up the five-year capital plan at our next work session so that when we go into the december budget adoption we pretty much will be adopting that should be good to go after the next uh, work session so um, that one's kind of close to being put to bed all right we're out of time ben thank you so much for coming in and talking with us much appreciated and we'll look forward to talking to you uh, next week after a regular council meeting all right thank you jeff mm-hmm. northfield city administrator ben martin